first of all, like you mentioned, it's good to give a shout out to the matchmakers at Top Rank. Not only are they really good at making these kinds of good matchups stylistically, but they're really good at rebuilding people's careers, getting them on the main yep. event. Um, they've done a really good job with Joette Gonzalez. I've seen the promotion. I've seen the marketing, the artwork. They've done a really good job with him and giving him another uh, opportunity um, on, on a really big stage, which is ESPN+. Plus. So they've done a good job with him. And then Isaac, Isaac Dogbe as well. I mean, he was a champion at 122 pounds when he upset Jesse Magdaleno. Now he's at 126. And he's been in really interesting fights now with this one with Joette. All right. Welcome back to the RBR recap episode 26. I am Alex Burgos, joined as always by my man Gabe Brevis in this uh, dead of summer heat wave. You know, for me, Gabe, it's been nothing but swimming pools, carne asadas, and micheladas this weekend. So I don't know about you, man. I hope you're staying cool. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. It's getting really hot. I've been running um, in the morning or in the night when it's not that hot. Um, the only thing about when it's too hot is that I get lazy. I don't know, man. It sucks all the energy out of me uh, when it's too hot. But yeah, I live in the valley in, in California and can get up to 105, 110 on really hot days. Yeah. So you're doing that road work. You're putting in the work. <laughs> I got a treadmill, bro. And I do that shit in an air conditioned room. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I have a, I have a Peloton and it's, um, it's, it's been a blessing, even though their stock is going down and everyone's trying to head back to gyms and, you know, working out outside. I prefer, uh, kind of like the solidarity of just me in my room and my bike. <laughs> I don't like being oh, around yeah. and going to the gym and whatnot. No, same here. Yeah. I, I like being alone. Um, and, and I have a little link, like an enclosed patio. It's not air conditioned, mm -hmm. but, um, uh, or well air conditioned, but you know, I get some fresh air up in the windows and it can get nice. pretty hot. It can get pretty yeah. hot. For sure. Yeah, we've had a uh, 95, 96 degree weather this whole week. And uh, you mentioned, you know, it getting so hot and you getting lazy. That's the premise of my favorite movie, Do the Right Thing. When the temperature reaches a certain, um, you know, Fahrenheit, uh, more crime happens and people start getting kind of crazy. That movie features the the debut uh, of our one of our favorite, one of my favorite, Rosie Perez. They call her the one of the first ladies of boxing. She's a big boxing fan. But yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. And I always thought that premise is interesting because, yeah, you start to feel people change and your own, you know, <laughs> your own ganas uh, of doing stuff, too. There was a sociology professor that I had that said that a lot of the babies were conceived in the winter because in the summer, nobody wants to sleep in the same bed. They get agitated. <laughs> get away from me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Quick triggered. And uh, yeah, your mood changes for sure. And, you know, moving into the boxing scene, it's kind of cooled off. You know, the last couple of weeks have not been super hot. Obviously, we have Ryan Garcia last week, but, you know, not much going on um, within the next few weeks and whatnot, because we've had a lot of these. I guess we've been spoiled where it's like two and three cards on the same day. Um, so yesterday we did have a little bit of action via top rank on ESPN. We had the return of Isaac Dog Bay. He took on uh, Joette Gonzalez. I thought this was a very good matchup. Um, you know, kudos to the matchmakers over at top rank too. They always put these kind of like, you know, I, I think like Jose, Jose Pedraza is another guy that gets into these like really good um, middle of the road fights where you, you figure if one guy wins, um, he's going to kind of be bumped up and, you know, to the point of this fight, it was a title, um, opportunity on the line, basically with the WBO international title, uh, but the winner being the number one contender to fight for that belt. And, um, 
you know, true to form. It was a very close fight, a tight fight. Um, a lot of different things that we'll be looking at and talking at at the end of the day. Dog Bay eked out a split decision, uh, 10 round victory over Gonzalez. 96 94 uh, was the score for the three judges. And that's uh, 96 94, obviously, once for Gonzalez and twice for Dog Bay. So, uh, want to get your uh, perspective, your ideas, and your thoughts uh, on not only how the fight played out for both men, but maybe some of the things that Joe Gonzalez could have done um, with such a height advantage, reach advantage, these types of things that he didn't seem to use. He was comfortable trying to be in the pocket, bringing the fight to Dog Bay. And um, a lot of these rounds were really close. It was like you didn't know what was really going on, even the punch stats after the fight. You're looking, it was six rounds to four in favor of Gonzalez. Um, regarding, you know, round by round punch stats. Uh, but, you know, again, he only outlanded him by seven, was outlanded, I think, in the first half of the fight. So it's like just a tale of, of a bunch of different styles of fights and, and maybe some things he could have done a little bit different um, to really exert his dominance in terms of size and physicality. But uh, what were your thoughts on the fight? First of all, like you mentioned, it's good to give a shout out to the matchmakers at Top Rank. Not only are they really good at making these kinds of good matchups stylistically, but they're really good at rebuilding people's careers, getting them on the main yep. event. Um, they've done a really good job with Joette Gonzalez. I've seen the promotion. I've seen the marketing, the artwork. They've done a really good job with him and giving him another uh, opportunity um, on, on a really big stage, which is ESPN+. Plus. So they've done a good job with him. And then Isaac Dogbe as well. I mean, he was a champion at 122 pounds when he upset Jesse Magdaleno. Now he's at 126, and he's been in really interesting fights now with this one with Joette. Now, in terms of what happened last night in the fight, I think that Joette could have implemented a better game plan. He has a height advantage of two inches because he's 5'6", whereas Isaac Dogbe is 5'4". He has a 70-inch reach, um, so he has a six-reach advantage over Dogbe, who's only about 64-inch inches in reach so i think he could have used a little bit more of a strategic game plan in this fight i think his corner should have told him look take a few rounds where you're just using the jab just throwing the one two or make it easy for yourself and then go into those exchanges that you want but joa is the kind of fighter that likes to fight on the inside and uh, you know fight at close range but i think when you have a shorter fighter you got to adjust that you got to be able to make adjustments and change the game plan depending on the opponent you have in front of you so it like you said it was a close fight you can argue it either way i really like joette gonzalez as a fighter i think he has he's very fundamentally sound but i think what would have made the difference is two or three rounds where he's just throwing the jab and the one two and just scoring points yeah i agree and he got a, a late start i think most of the commentating team was saying they thought you know you, you give dogway those first three rounds and i mean in a 10 round fight you're already in a hole there. Um, I think officially two of the three judges gave Dog Bay the first three rounds. Tenth round, again, ended up being the difference, but was super close. I think Dog Bay outlanded uh, Gonzalez maybe by just three punches. And it was one of those ebb and flow rounds where it was like the beginning, you think Dog Bay, middle, Gonzalez, and then the end, Dog Bay finishes off strong. But again, one of those ones that you could have given either guy. I thought, um, you know, optics and what, what you were watching and how you feel like uh, Max Kellerman also always used to say this. And I, I love it. It's like when you're in one of these close fights or you're getting towards the end, it's like, which guy would you rather be? Um, and from the optics, from looking at it, it looked like Dogway was slowing down a little bit and Gonzalez was bringing the pressure. He was bringing the pressure. He was never bothered, never visibly shaken by any one punch. Whereas he visibly hurt Dogway once, if not twice. 
Um, and that type of stuff, you know, starts to slow guys down the body work and stuff like that. But, um, both guys were throwing really big punches, uh, putting it all on the line, fighting in a phone booth style. But, um, you know, Joette, you know, like you said, with the jab, I mean, there were things that you, you think looking back in hindsight is obviously 2020, but you, you look back and you're like, man, if he could have maybe in those first three rounds, just established the jab, you know, work that simple. distance. Yeah. Keep it simple. Exactly. And, you know, we talk about this all the time on the show. It's like the guys, the high level guys are the ones that are, you know, even if in those first rounds, you're giving up a few, you're downloading the data and learning what you have to do to give yourself the, the for yourself to be the best version of yourself to get that victory. And so like, what are the things that are going to work for me? Um, what do I have to do to adapt? So if my game plan a is not working where maybe normally I know I just got to come in and straightforward and, and bring the pressure now in this fight, you know, I know plan B plan C might work. And that's also, you know, what did you work on in camp? Um, did you guys prepare for, you know, this isn't a rete, um, who's a, a taller guy and maybe you're more comfortable. And they mentioned that, that he's more comfortable fighting taller guys. And he said, you know, a guy like dog babe may be more difficult. You kind of saw that going back. He didn't really have, um, maybe other ideas to, to break that. So, um, you know, I honestly, though, I would love to see it again. It was a fun fight. I know this one was for like, you know, the, the title opportunity and Dogway's probably like, now nah, I want my shot now. Cause he's had some, you know, good fights now back to back to back, really close ones. Um, you know, he fought uh, Pitufo Diaz, another one that was really close. I thought Pitufo won that fight, um, but Dog Bay eat that one out. And so he's kind of getting these close, um, you know, decisions and whatnot. And I think going in, the consensus was that he's a little more shopworn um, than Joette Gonzalez. You know, obviously they both lost um, tough fights to Navarrete, but I thought Joette had his moments in that fight. And so going in, you thought, you know, what else can Dog Bay do? Uh, but he kind of looked... Uh, there was a little bit of a resurgence for him in this fight too. And he looked a little bit better than he has as of late. Mm -hmm. And even before the fight, he was very confident, very relaxed. And he knows that he can be a dog in the ring. I remember the pre-fight press conference, the final press conference, he said that he was training with Barry Hunter and that he should be spending time learning how to box. But then the Isaac Dog Bay, the real Isaac Dog Bay would come out sometimes to let out some steam and, you know, be the kind of brawler that he likes to be. Um, it's interesting that he's learning to develop his school, uh, his skills, but he also knows what kind of fighter uh, that he is deep down inside that he likes uh, to brawl. And again, this just to repeat the point, if Joette knows he's that kind of fighter, I think he should implement uh, game plan B, game plan C. That's what's going to separate uh, good fighters from great fighters. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it seems like an automatic match and something that fits well, uh, headbangers with Isaac Dogbay. But it's funny because, you know, headbangers are known for being the tough in the pocket, you know, phone booth style fights. You know, we, we've seen in the past Lamont Peterson, these guys, Anthony Peterson, they have skills. But then, you know, when you hit them, they're going to dig in and they're going to hit you back. And they love that phone booth fight. Isaac Dogbay has that naturally. But it's funny because he's developed more. Uh, intelligence and like the ability to box and Barry Hunter was telling him that last night. So, you know, they're kind of redefining themselves as well. I mean, they've been in the game forever and they're high level guys also work with uh, a friend of the show, French on Cruz's Um first super middleweight undisputed uh, female champion, shout out to her. So, you know, that gym is, you know, known for working with high level fighters and athletes and whatnot. And so dog Bay has really, uh, been able to use a lot of his best tools and really redefine himself in a way where even he said last night in the post-fight um, interview, like, I know sometimes the my inner, 
you know, warrior wants to get the best of me. And I, I just want to dig in and start fighting, but I know I have other abilities and other tools in my bag. So that's what they're really cultivating and trying to get him to use. And that's what Joe White needs to do as well. Yep. He is a brawler, but he needs to maybe add someone in his corner, add a different perspective so that he can start, you know, implementing a different style and, and start using some of those natural abilities like last night is uh, reach and height advantage. Yeah, because he was close. And I mean, his sister, who's a, you know, a top Olympian, you know, Jahida Gonzalez, she she was on Instagram right after, like, she's saying, make it make sense. Uh, how do you outland someone and you lose? Uh, you know, obviously, we got to look at things round by round. But even if you do look at it round by round, he won in terms of punch stats per round, six rounds to four. So it was that type of fight. It was super close. So I don't want to um, act like Joette didn't do enough because, you know, obviously for one judge, he did 96, 94. And I think for a lot of people, it could have been, um, 96, 94 Joette or, you know, even a, a, a draw, but you figure, um, there were other things that he could have done to make it possibly easier for him to get a clear cut decision or a clear cut victory. Thank you for listening to the RBR recap. Make sure to follow us on social media at RBR recap. And visit rbrrecap.com for the latest episodes.